0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Man I Want to Be podcast, Wisdom Wednesday edition. My name is Keaton Tucker, and I am the host of this podcast. And Wisdom Wednesday, I started this section of the Man I Want to Be podcast because the big idea is if you get wisdom, you get everything else. I say that every single Wednesday when I record these because it's so true. If you get wisdom, you tend to get everything else that goes along with it. Wisdom um, includes your IQ, your intelligence quotient, but also your uh, EQ, your um, emotional quotient, your uh, leadership quotient. you get all the cues when you get um, when you get wisdom. your finances get better, your relationships get better, your satisfaction at work gets better and you get more promotion and everything just gets better when you get wisdom. That's why we do this podca- this section of the podcast. And today, we're going to be looking at the book of ecclesiastes for our wisdom wednesday. normally what i've been doing is whatever day of the week it is, i pull out a proverb from the chapter. so there's 31 chapters in proverbs, so on any given day you can pick a day, like you there's one proverb per day, one chapter of proverbs per day. But when you are in the month of February, because there's 28 days, well, you end up with the exact same days in March as you did in February. So, like, I've already done a proverb from chapter 1, and then, you know, next week would be number 8, and I've already done one of those. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to change it up, and I'm going to go to Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes is in the Bible. It's right after Proverbs. Ecclesiastes, of the wisdom literature, is probably my favorite of them all, because it's a man Who It's the same guy who wrote most of the book of Proverbs, who had all the success in the world, and now he's an old man, and he's looking back on his life. And part of him is a little bit um, uh, cynical, and part of him is just offering like a reflection of his life and what matters most and what doesn't matter. And you get a very unique perspective with Ecclesiastes, because when you're like you and me when we're young— the future is bright and we're going to chase and dream and go after stuff. And when you're older, you get to have a, more time to reflect your warrior years are over. Um, you're not necessarily taking mountains anymore. You're just, you have a different perspective on life, which is why I like this book. Cause he gives you a different perspective on life than Proverbs does. Cause when Proverbs comes, he's writing observations as he's living. And this is, towards the end. And so I we will have plenty of episodes that come out of uh Proverbs or out of Ecclesiastes, excuse me. And we're going to focus on chapter 11 today, not the beginning of the book cuz the beginning of the book opens up with vanity, vanity, everything is as van everything is vanity and it's like woof. That's a um <laughs> that's a strong opener and so we'll skip that portion and we're going to go with chapter 11. Um, In this passage, so in chapter 11, chapter 11 is about what to do during uncertain economic times is pretty much what it is about. Uh, It's a very short chapter. It is, let's see, only 10 verses, so not very long at all. But it is about what to do in your mindset that you should have during economic trouble. You and I live in an era in a time where the economy is all out of whack. In case you have not noticed, eggs are approximately, let's see, what did we pay for the eggs the other day? My wife, we like to buy this we go to Costco typically to buy 60 eggs because you we used to be able to get them when we go to Costco you'd get 60 eggs for $15 and that would last us a good amount of time. And the other day, she went to Costco to buy 60 eggs, and I think it cost her $27. So a $12 increase in the price of eggs, which you're like, well, that's a lot of money to pay for eggs. And, usually, I mean, you should see some, like, used car prices and rents and taxes. Like, everything is all out of whack economically, which has everybody saying, "What what's going to happen next? Is the U.S. dollar going to collapse? Is the stock market gonna crash is the housing market going to crash i know a lot of young people like me myself included are kind of secretly hoping and praying that for whatever reason the housing market crashes so that we can buy a house because right now even if I could afford a down payment, the taxes on property values are so high that it's pricing me out of a house. You know what I mean? And so if you're sitting in renting or you're like me, you're in, your in- renting from your in-laws or whatever you're doing, you're kind of hoping like hey, the economy is not so great but could use, a, could use a housing crash, you know. So these economic uncertainty times, what they do tend to do, though, is – A lot of people will start prepping and preparing. They will collect food in their basement and an an absurd amount of bottles of water in their basement. That seems like a lot of water, but if you count the bottles, it's enough water for one person for maybe a month. So it's not going to last very long that way. They'll have prepped canned food, powdered food, heat up kind of food They'll collect candles. You start getting people who prep. Uh, There are other people who don't even pay attention to the economy at all they're just kind of living their life you have people who are trying to take advantage of the economy and they're shorting stocks they're shorting real estate they're making some bets on how to make an extra dime or a lot of people right now are buying gold and silver because that's making spec i would call what i mean it's good to diversify but typically what happens in economic uncertainty when you buy gold and silver is you're not diversifying at that point. You're speculating and kind of hoping that we're going to go back 200 years and purchase things with bars of gold, Um, which I'm not against buying gold, buy gold, buy silver. But like what people start doing is reacting to try to protect themselves when the economy gets uncertain. And this chapter says what you should do. Is there anything wrong with prepping, preparing, and making different investment decisions because you're aware of the time? No, but he would add a... The author of Ecclesiastes would offer a different option than just prepping, preparing, sitting around and waiting and hoping for the best. Okay, so chapter 11, verse 1. And we're just going to read... Yeah, let's go with, we're going to read the first, we'll start with six, the first six verses. Okay. You've probably heard this before if you've read your Bible at all, but maybe not. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse one, cast your bread upon the waters for you will find it after many days. Give a portion to seven or even to eight for you do not know. You do not know what disaster may happen on the earth. If the clouds are full of rain and they empty themselves on the earth, and if a tree falls to the south or to the north in the place where the tree falls, there it will lie. He who observes the wind will not sow, and he who regards the clouds will not reap. As you do not know the way the Spirit comes into the bones in the womb of a woman with child, so you do not know the work of God who makes everything. In the morning sow your seed, and at evening withhold not your hand, for you do not know which will prosper, this or that, or whether both alike will be good. So, let's go through this verse by verse. Cast your bread upon the waters, for you will find it after many days. <clears throat> this is a very interesting passage, because if you throw bread on water, it gets soggy and seems useless, Right? You like, you imagine you're like feeding ducks, you're throwing bread, The water would just soak up and make the bread useless. But you, there's some things that you might cast your net into. You put some effort into that seems useless, but it says that later you will find it after many days. Uh, give a portion to seven or even to eight. That's about diversification. The clouds are full of rain. They might empty themselves on the earth. If a tree falls to the north in that place, that's where the tree is going to lie he who observes the wind will not sow and he who regards the clouds will not reap what is this passage talking about this is a passage about trying stuff this is a passage about diversifying your income streams about your diversifying your income your uh, your investments so this is in one part uh, spreading out your investments, diversifying and preparing for when things go uncertainty, but it's also about trying things because you don't know what you're going to put your hand to that will give a return. That's uh, what this passage is about. Give a portion to seven or even to eight. That means try different things that could boost your income or give you options in economic uncertainty. It also means like spread out your investments, uh, Stocks, bonds, gold Livestock if you can get it back in the day Livestock is also very expensive In case you're wondering And a great investment I don't own any but I've always wanted to Because I've gone to the fairs Back in Colorado I'm like wow I mean, I didn't know a cow sold for three grand Um, But here's the warning The warning comes in verse four Says he who observes the wind will not sow And he who regards the clouds will not reap What does that mean? That means if you spend all of your time looking at economic indicators and worrying about what will happen, you will not try things, you will not make investments, you will not start businesses, you will not do the things that actually provide a return later because trees fall, economic downturn happens, the world gets wild and crazy all the time. Right now we are, eager, we are aware of the economy and the world being all sort of out of whack but that has always happened. It will always continue to happen. And the people who make good investment choices are are the people who make it through economic uncertainty are not the people who observe what's going on in the world. It's those who are busy building and investing and in making the most of what they have where they are. Because downturns always turn back up. And you will have wanted to build something during that time you'll have wanted to try something during that time could you imagine like a lot of people my gosh during covid when covid first hit a lot of people emptied their 401k's and iras they're like the world's ending it's going to be it's oh we're going to lose all our money so they they emptied their iras automatic 40% tax cut you're done you like okay you have all that cash like great. You just paid half of it now in taxes. And then, you know what happened? The stock market just like, it continued to grow. That was a reactive thing. When you react based on what you see, you will make poor choices when it comes to your investments. It is far better for you to cast your bread upon the waters, put some effort into things that might seem useless, build something that will last, work really, really hard and see what kind of return you get. So right here, it says in verse six, um, let's go with actually verse five and six, as you do not know the, how the spirit, the way of the spirit, when it comes into the bones in the womb of a woman, with a child, just like you don't know how a personality or a soul gets into the biology of a newborn baby. You do not know which will prosper this or that, or whether both alike will be good. You have no idea what will take off. If you try this podcast is a great example. I started this podcast uh, all, about a year and a half ago, and when I started it, I had no idea if it would take off. No idea. I it, And to this day, it's taken off a good chunk. We have some good momentum. Things are growing. But even as I'm working in, uh, on it, I have no idea wh- what kind of effort it will – or what kind of fruit it will return. I'm reminded of a proverb. It says, those who tend to fig tree eat its fruit – Fig trees don't produce fruit for at least six years. If you work hard at something for at least six years, even if you don't know if it's going to bear fruit, it probably will. You know, you don't know what will prosper, this or that. I at one time started a personal training business, and I worked really, really hard at it. And it was moderately successful, but it didn't prosper like I thought it would, but I still tried. I published a book on Amazon for that health and fitness Um business and it was an okay book it sold three whole copies two of them were to my now wife <laughs> and uh that that's about it so like you just never know i've had more success with this podcast than i had with any of those but i was willing to try stuff cuz you just don't know which will prosper this or that and if you're busy observing the wind you will not sow you won't even try stuff you're too busy focused on what could go wrong so you won't even sow and if you don't sow you won't reap You won't reap. You just like won't. So what do you do? You don't know how things are going to go. What is the point of this wisdom? This guy who is looking back on his life, he has seen a lot of success. He has had more success than most people will ever have. And he's looking back, and one thing that he knew is no matter if there was downturn, upturn, wars, rumors of wars, or anything else happening in the world, the people who were successful— were the people who tried stuff, no matter what was going on in the world around them. No matter what's going on in the world around you, it is far better for you to put your hand to building something, to making something, to sewing into something, than it is to sit there listening to all of the news about how the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Wisdom would say, know the times you're living in, but don't worry about it. It would say, build, invest, look to the future. What are you hoping to reap later in life? That's all I have for you today. Thank you for tuning in to the Man I Want to Be podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, like, and subscribe. And until next time, this is the Man I Want to Be podcast.